Hey, what's up, psychos? Welcome to another episode of Take Your Pill Psychopath, the comedy podcast that exploits mental illness for personal profit. Trademark. I'm John F. O'Donnell here with my good buddy, Ben Sehan, folks. Hell yeah, Ben Sehan, yeah, dude. In my apartment. Yes. The the comedian flop house, basically. Halfway house. <laughs> it is. Uh, psychos, a lot of comedians come through this apartment. John used to live in this room. I lived here for two months. Two months. Not bad. Not yeah, bad. Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm part of the, uh, the extended dysfunctional family of comedians <laughs> who have stayed here on their way to other spots. Yeah, I'm trying to think of the most successful person who's lived in this place. I think it's you. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and but Ben remains. Dude. Yeah, I remain. Rent's good here. It is good and I have good rent too. Yeah. We uh we do have good rent in a very expensive city, but we do sacrifice certain things because of that. Both have a number of roommates and I don't get sunlight in my room particularly. Ben doesn't get sunlight. My room has room for an adult sized bed and little else. Yeah, adults meaning full, right? Full, yeah. Ikea full. I don't know if it's Ikea. It came okay. with the room, which was nice. You want My apartment's kind of falling apart right now. So the guy living here, Jake, he was on an episode before, Jake Silverman. Yeah. He ruptured his plantar fascia. It's like the tendon in your foot. Yeah. So he went back home, and he's just like, I don't know what he was thinking. I think maybe he's like too cheap for his own good, but he like flew out of Newark. Oh, like, with his foot. And he's like on crutches. And it's a fly out of Newark from here. He got on the J to like 42nd, then got on a train to the air tram, to then get on a different train, the air tram, to then hobble through the airport. Oh, that sounds so brutal. I've flown out of Newark before. So Newark Psychos is an airport in New Jersey, Newark, <laughs> New Jersey. Yeah. It's farther away than LaGuardia or JFK. But you can get there all through public transportation. But if you have, you know, a fucked up foot, that can't be fun. There's no way it's fun. Yeah. Oh, and and I mean, we're going to talk about it later. We're going to get into a sadist article. But I enjoyed his pain and laughed a lot at it. <laughs> you might be one of these people on the sadist scale that uh, the article says to avoid. I certainly am. I don't like, I feel like almost every comic is. Not me. A sadist. What do you mean, not you? Not you're, me. Are you a pure masochist? No. Oh, you're, I'm, you're I'm in the middle? <laughs> you're in the, uh, of the sadist, sadomasochist spectrum? I celebrate you're other neutral. people's joy. Okay. You know? Yeah, I do too. Okay. Well, we'll get to that article. We're getting ahead of ourselves. I can celebrate joy and pain. I'm multifaceted. I mean, no one would doubt that. Yeah, no one doubts how many facets I have. You have so many fucking facets, <laughs> dude. So, oh, it's so yeah. cool. Yeah. Um. So... Yeah, but we'll get into these pieces. Yeah, uh, psychos, we scoured the web this week to find some interesting psychology pieces to give our take on, to give our highly educated, super educated, take. super educated. I took creative writing in college. What you, what you major? In? Okay, it ended up being general studies. General, <laughs> but they're, they're, he knows everything. I know everything. A little everything. bit of everything, <laughs> just enough to be dangerous. Uh, yeah, you yeah. know what I mean. But actually, the degree was supposed to be. I always make a disclaimer on it, which mm -hmm. is so silly. But it was supposed to be dramatic writing, screenwriting, and playwriting. So we same thing basically. No, what creative I took, writing and then oh oh same thing as creative writing. I thought yeah. you were saying same thing as general, general studies. studies. Okay, but I mean in 
once you graduate, yeah, same thing. Yeah, well, I was already doing <laughs> comedy in college, so I already knew, you know what I mean, I was going to do stand-up, yeah. and uh, what a fucking awesome, awesome ride it's been. Um, it's a good ride, folks. Yeah, but I uh, they got rid of the major of dramatic writing along the way when I was, like, uh, pursuing it, so I ended up taking Damn, all those... they got rid of it? They got rid of it when I was... When I was uh, when I was over the course of me studying it, because so few students were taking it, uh, and uh, I that's got to yeah. be uh, that's a bad omen for your career goals when they're like no more of this major, everyone. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't it wasn't great, <laughs> but I think it was just the school was not it was not a school that was like for that. Why did they get rid of my barrel making major? What am I gonna do? Yeah, now? what am I gonna do now? <laughs> I would put all my eggs in that barrel. I really wanted to be a Cooper. Yeah. Um, okay, so let's check in about each other's mental health. Mm. See oh. how we're doing. Also, psychos. I'm going to do it, too. I'm going to call them psychos. As well you should. Right. Uh, so we're in the train room. The reason no one ever stays here is like you're r- next to the J train. Uh, famous for... That's, how, that's why that's how, that's what Jay-Z named himself after. The Jay-Z train. Yeah, I never put that together. Yeah, he's he's from the Marcy Projects. I knew that, but I never somehow I never made that connection. Yeah, I mean I don't know if it's totally true, but it like let's go with it. I know. So we're underneath the Jay Z train, everyone. Historic Jay Z train. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, you like Jay Z? Yeah, I do. You might hear it right now. There it is. That's Jay Z. So yeah, so psychos. This is the subway room. Yeah. Uh, which is if you're if you're if you're renting and living in this room, you're not only dealing with all of the uh, difficulties of living in New York. You also have a subway that runs on top of your room here and there, but you kind of get used to it. Yeah, it sounds like the ocean after a while. The soothing, <laughs> the soothing sounds of the uh, metal metal tube version of the ocean. Yeah, but yeah, so that's that. Um, okay, so with my mental health. Yeah, you're not doing good, right? You know what? I'm, doing, I'm, doing, I'm actually I'm doing fine. I'm not doing terrible. I'm not doing great. Okay. So it's interesting. It's like last week. I feel like I'm dealing with a mood fluctuation, but within, uh, you know, an acceptable spectrum where I'm not like manic or depressed. You know what I mean? But I'm still dealing with fluctuation. Because if you'll recall last week, so you just got the blues, diagnosed with the blues. The blues. <laughs> Not even the blues, just okay. uh, just more like a... Some ennui. Bit. You have a little bit of ennui. Maybe a little bit of ennui. You've got ennui. Ennui. <laughs> yeah, I, was, I think you've got ennui. I'm sorry to say, but... I, what, when, is, what, I feel like it's more a little bit like low energy, bouts of low energy. Oh, okay. You know? And also, we'll get into that. We'll get into this, this sort of like stress and stress from... Uh, from uh, trying to work on promote this big show and also from just having too much free time in my hands. We'll get into that. But what I wanted to say first is that the mood fluctuations, and I think this is me having a mood disorder, but me being medicated on it. So I'm like, okay, it's last week. If you'll recall, I was like, oh, you know, I have all this energy. I feel so motivated. I'm having trouble sleeping. And now this week, I'm not necessarily feeling completely unmotivated, but I have been sleeping more. And I have noticed over the past number of months, there will be a fluctuation for me where sometimes I'll be like, I'm getting up at eight every morning. I'm getting up and out. I'm getting to getting to the coffee shop. I'm working all day. Mm -hmm. And then other days it'll be like I'm sleeping until one or whatever. um, And I just can't get moving. 
So I think it's just that's just the nature of my of my moods. But luckily, I'm not, you know, getting so spun out that I'm getting hypomanic or manic and I don't feel I don't feel depressed. So that's that's kind of where I'm at. Yeah, I have a day job. So it's like that kind of like locks me into a schedule. Yeah, I should get a part time job. You should get a part time job. I just have no skills outside of comedy. Yeah, that's it's the that's problem. Tough. I've been doing it for so long. That's what happens when you do comedy too long. Is like that's your only skill. Oh, it's so brutal. <laughs> it's <laughs> yeah. not going to bode well in the end times either. You know? Oh yeah, when like you need actual skills like you, fishing. Yeah, fishing and something like that. I'll be like, I'll make you laugh for my dinner. <laughs> you know, it's going to be so bad. And they're like, we 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 like more. We're looking for more of a Jeselnik type vibe. So we're going to have to just use your body for meat. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. We wanted, yeah, we want more of like dark one-liners. Yeah, we're not so into self-introspective, revelation, <laughs> revelatory comedy. You know, that's yeah, not, we don't have the bandwidth for that right now. We're trying to survive. Yeah. We need to laugh at some uh, some darkness really quick. That's a little navel gazy for <laughs> how hunter gatherer this, <laughs> this society has become. So, you know, it's you know, it's funny. So I do have too much free time on my hands because I can only because I have creatively I I have my stuff written out. Like I have my act right now and I have the solo show, which I have got two hours, which is hard to do. It's hard to keep it all in my brain. Yeah, I bet. So I can't create more right now. I don't have the bandwidth and I don't actually have like the burning desire to do it. I just want to focus on what I have. Right. So I keep looking at the script and trying to remember it without kind of having live performances of rehearsing it. And then I'm trying to just promote the show constantly. But I can only do so much stuff because I can't just harass people. I can only lovingly nudge them to try to get them to get the tickets. It's like a little dance, you know? Yeah. Well, you're talking about with people that you know personally. I'm like a big proponent of like just going out and like convincing strangers in person to go to shows. Yes. You're very good at that. Like Um, you're good at that too, though. And like a lot of the really good comics were like famous now. Lil Rel Howery. You know that guy? I do. Yeah. He did that. He would stand in Chicago. He would stand at the train stations and just promote his open mic. Which got huge. It became like the knitting factory of Chicago back in the day. Oh, wow. That's cool. So you just need to stand at the subway (laughs) station and be like, I've got a show about how I'm crazy. (laughs) (laughs) You think that would work in the Lower East Side? Um, I bet you there. Hmm. Where could you hang out the Lower East Side without? There's parks and like weird. There's weirdo parks around there. Washington Square Park. It's close enough. I feel like that's not close enough. You don't think so? I think it's acro- that's like across town. How many subway stops? Multiple. Let's there see, West 4th to, I guess, 2nd Avenue on the F. That's on the F. That's barely, a, barely. But a there's commute. so much comedy around that around that Washington Square Park, West 4th thing. It's I feel like it's hard to compete with that. There's like four comedy clubs. That's why you're pushing a one-man show, baby. It's different. I feel like I would bode better doing it like in the lower east side like you know what i mean where would would you go hmm Mm -hmm. well i mean ludlow and orchard street are always pretty busy right okay but is that is that just like an intersection because you need a place where people are also hanging they're chilling not just walking by they can't just be walking by they have to be lackadaisical is there a lower east side park not really not really yeah i don't know but I am getting some ticket sales already. That's good. Which is good. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. Um, so here's the here's the deal. This is this is what's ridiculous about me is that I 
have too much free time on my hands, so my wheels are spinning. I'm getting self obsessed. I'm getting. I know what we could do what. I mean, I, know, I mean, we can talk, we can keep, but uh, we could record a podcast in Washington Square Park, where people come and talk to us and promote your show that way. Yeah, you think so? In the, I'm open to that. That sounds fun. Yeah. Do you think you think it would be too cold? No. We just pick a warm day. You're gonna yeah. If there's any warm days left, there's warm days. There's, there's always a warm day around the corner. All right. All right. Um, that's cool. Yeah. But what was I saying? So. Okay, so I am complaining about how I, I have too much free time and my wheels are kind of spinning because of that. And I'm, I'm solving it right now. I'm John's therapist. I'm, I'm I'm giving him pragmatic things to do. You are, but I'm trying yeah. to I'm trying to say one of the pragmatic things potentially that I could do. All right, go for it. Is that um, think positively, psychos? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so I keep complaining about. How I should start exercising, and I oh, have. I've been so around that for. A while. You've been <laughs> complaining about that since I've known you. You have like a tick in your shoulder or something. Yeah, I have like. A, <laughs> I have. You're being a little bit of a sadist right now. We're gonna get into that, <laughs> yeah. which is one of the articles we're gonna talk about. But uh, people like sadists. Some people, other sadists. No, masochists like them too, man. They they want to be hurt. <laughs> yeah, I guess you're right. <laughs> they are in the receiving end exactly. of the sadism. Uh, so I, yeah, I have some sort of tweak impingement in my shoulder, which has kept me from being able to do push-ups, which is really frustrating, which was a main source of exercise that I would do. Mm-hmm. And I have, like, the proper equipment to kind of do the physical therapy for the shoulder but I don't have enough room in my little room bedroom to do it so I have to go to the gym but the gym is too frenetic and it's filled with like you know teenagers and stuff like that so it's very intimidating that's why I'm so happy I had an Asian dad if I would have like given that list that laundry list of excuses for not exercising he's like walk away from me (laughs) yeah 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 yeah. No, it's ridiculous. And especially because I'm like, oh, I have too much free time. But it's like I'm not using that free time to go to the gym to actually work out. So you know what? Psychos, I'm going to I'm going to start doing that. I'm going to you're going to start doing I'm going to start doing it. You've heard it here. Right here, folks. Yeah. On, burned into the record forever. Yeah. On an Amazon server to last till the end of time. <laughs> John's going to start doing push ups. So, yeah, my well, I can't even do push ups yet. I'm going to have to I have to use no, like yeah. a fucking strap. I have to use like a strap to kind of like strengthen, strengthen my shoulder, strengthen my scapula muscle. Yeah. You got a weak scapula. Yeah. I got all, all of this is all fucked up in here. And it's, it's I uh, can tell it's keeping me from what do you mean? You can tell you don't you can't you never you're not good at breaking in pool. It's probably that weak scap you got. No, it doesn't <laughs> affect a, my pool. Yeah, I was breaking well last night. You weren't doing too bad. No. Okay, just because you were playing particularly <laughs> well last night. Me and Ben play a lot of pool. I don't know if you know pool. that psychos. Yeah. We love playing pool. Uh, we're pool buddies. We, we we're partners. We win sometimes. Couple of pool sharks over yeah. here. Yeah, pool baby sharks. Baby sharks. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, we won a few games last night. We would have been undefeated, but I scratched on the eight ball one time. I was go ahead. You always go for these like ridiculous shots. It's like I'm gonna do two <laughs> banks. <laughs> it's gonna skirt by your ball. And then the eight's going to kiss their ball into the side pocket. Okay, I don't scratch. always do that. Scratch. Scratch. <laughs> Total scratch. Immediate scratch. Straight into the hole. No I don't banks. always do that. It was just a once in a while thing. It yeah. just If there's an opportunity for a real fun, I do like, crazy shot. I do like a fun, risky shot. Yeah. Well, yeah. You got, I mean, it's like we're just having fun here. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Do you think we'll ever graduate to playing for money? 
Um, I kind of don't want to. Like everything in this life that I love, money will never come from it. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, imagine that. And yeah. be like trying to fucking hustle pool. I'm definitely not good enough for that. No. And I, I'm, yeah. That's a whole other level. Yeah. But we do have this cool trick we do of we don't really drink much. So we do get really good at pool as the night goes on. As everybody else gets drunker yeah. and drunker. That's our that's our little trick. <laughs> yeah. If you want to be good at pool, folks, just drink like one Tecate a night. And I don't even drink that. Like uh, last night, Ben had one drink. Yeah. And I had a ginger tea. And we were sharp all night long. All night long. We were playing against people that were drunk when we walked in the door. Yeah. 11 p.m. at Bushwick Public House, where you're always drunk. At least. For, yeah. Except for me and John. The only sober people on this block. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's our that's our secret weapon, is uh, we don't have a substance abuse problem. Yeah, I do it perfect. <laughs> <laughs> I do the correct amount of every drug. And I'm just sober. <laughs> so yeah so that's what's going on with me man some mood fluctuation stuff last week feeling motivated this week feeling sleepy Mm -hmm. um yeah any psychos out there if you're in new york for the love of god come to this december 6th show go to that fucking show oh my god ben's gonna go i'm gonna go it's called i'm on lithium comedic journey about bipolar disorder just go to going she's yeah that's cool she is bipolar she's bipolar she can relate yeah well she's bipolar too she can partially relate. Yeah, she gets it. She gets it. She gets it. She's on more lithium than you. How's that make you feel? Good. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> you know what I mean? Hey, man, don't besmirch I don't need her. To, I'm not besmirching her. Like, it's a little sadistic of me. I'm a sadist, too. Oh, no. Everyone is. It's like, fuck that article. Well, get to the article. Right. Don't be dismissive of the source material before we get into it. I'm okay. Kidding. I'm just kidding. It doesn't matter. But, uh, but yeah. Yeah, I mean, just go to jfodlovesyou.com to get tickets. All right. But, uh, get those tickets. Get them. So, yeah, so I should start exercising is basically. And that'll probably even out my this little bit of mood fluctuation I'm dealing with. You'll have some sense of accomplishment. Your body will start looking better. You'll get naturally, physically more energy. Yeah. Yeah. Do you want to hear something ridiculous about why I'm not doing it? Like yeah, the let's most hear, ridiculous let's reason? Let's hear the most ridiculous res- excuse you tell okay. yourself. This is one's ridiculous. Yeah. So I bought some sweatpants online. Mm-hmm. And they don't quite fit just <laughs> enough to exercise. <laughs> <laughs> they are too long. Yeah. So mm-hmm. and they're supposed to be that tapered, that tapered fit. Oh, like like joggers. Kind of like I guess they're joggers. Are they? Is there a little bit of elastic at the bottom? It's not elastic, but it's that kind of longer sort of you know tapered the cool tapered sweatpants that people wear now yeah the cool version of sweatpants uh, yeah I, I mean in my mind that there is an elastic band at the bottom those are joggers well i guess they're not joggers okay they're the ones that have um i don't know how to describe it they're just they don't just end with the same type of fabric it's kind of like a tighter there's a hem at the bottom tighter hem of sorts yeah so but it's a larger hem but anyway, they're too long, so I have to like push them down, so they're all bunched up at the bottom, and that's really inhibiting my ability to go exercise. Yeah, <laughs> you're right. You won't look quite as cool. <laughs> like you won't look like a yeah, like a Gen Z dude. So I was stretching. thinking about I was thinking about getting them tailored. Yeah, getting that's what, sweatpants tailored. That's insane. Yeah, that's what that's what needs to happen before you start doing <laughs> jumping jacks. Is tailor your sweatpants. <laughs> 
Yeah. I told you it was the most ridiculous reason. It's pretty ridiculous. Yeah. I'm eating too many sweet treats. Yeah. Yeah. That's I don't I don't know what my I don't have an excuse. Whenever I have like mild ambient stress, I just like binge eat. That's that's sort of uh, that's sort of something you do. But yeah. interestingly, a couple months ago, you were exercising very consistently. You were getting real sexy. I had just gotten dumped. That's that not was a, your motivator, of course. Okay. Yeah, the best motivator for getting sexy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of yeah. course. I will say, um, she like she let me back in for like a couple days, and she did say I was sexier. I had developed a little bit of abs. They're gone now. But too many tasty treats. Too many sweet treats for a job well done that I give myself. <laughs> um, yeah. So, you know, it works. Exercising. I was tired all the time. It's like, I will say everyone, then, like, when you exercise, it's like, everyone's like, you're going to feel better. But you're also just physically tired from the exercise and sore. I think it's all, you just feel better that you're, like, better than people who don't exercise. That's, like, the most feeling better that you get. I don't know. That's, uh, again, very sadistic. (laughs) (laughs) So, Psychos, when we get to this article, they give, like, a list at the end of all of the different markers to check off to see if someone's a sadist. And as we're just talking about this naturally, someone is starting to check off some of those boxes. Let's just go to that article now, since we've alluded to it so much we don't need to stick to the script because like we've talked about how i'm say it so much let's just do it okay yeah um sure we could do it let's do it um and you don't think you're a sadist no i don't but is that the most sadistic of all <laughs> no i'm no, just kidding it's not <laughs> no i'm just kidding but uh okay so we're gonna figure out if i'm a sadist and we'll figure out if you the listener at home are also sadist yeah, I think Ben's trying to frame it that it's like cool to be a sadist. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> okay, so Okay, Psycho, so we found some articles. Let's do it. Um Three ways to spot the everyday sadist. Okay? Yeah. New research shows how and why some people enjoy watching others suffer. So that's what being sadistic is. Right. Yeah. Enjoying other people's pain and enjoying other people's pain and suffering, which is what most comedy is. Is it? I mean, it's like slapstick. That's like actual physical pain that people enjoy. Yeah. Jackass. One of the funniest comedies in the world. Pure sadism. Yeah. Uh, Most stand. I mean, all of my bits, and all of your bits are usually like self-flagellatory. So that's like sadistic on the audience's point. To enjoy that, I is it? I guess, yeah. I, think I don't so. know. I think so. Any uh, like any old fashioned street joke, a butt of a joke is just enjoying sadism. Always, a butt. The butt of the joke. Yeah, the butt of the joke. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so how should we talk about this article? Three ways to spot the everyday sadist. So mm-hmm. we'll just go some key points and riff on that. Um, well, they all the the language they use that I don't really enjoy is they all they call it like they still use like the victim blaming language or like where they're like a sadist is someone who enjoys blaming the victim. Yeah, they talk a lot about it, a sadist being victim uh, victim blaming. Yes. Yeah, but it's like I had like a sadistic moment this week where like a little kid was riding around on his bicycle on like the skate ramp in the park around here, and he fell and it like I knew he wasn't hurt, but he fell in such a funny way. I enjoyed it. Am I blaming him for something, or am I just enjoying that 
he splattered all over. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think that's a different. I mean, with, uh, it's not that's, that's not victim blaming in that instance, you know. But uh, he is the victim of the universe in that moment. Yeah, but you're not like thinking like, oh, he deserved that. Oh no, no. You know. Okay, let's see where it says here. Key points. People high in everyday sadism take pleasure in other people's misery, including yours. Dun, dun, dun. Okay, we were just starting to talk about that. New research demonstrates the role of this personality trait in predicting who will engage in victim blaming. Okay. Okay. Using a simple three-scale test, you may learn who will and who won't be on your side when trouble hits. Yeah, see, I don't think, like, a, a sadist can enjoy laughing at someone's pain and still, like, help you out. I guess. Or, is that person a sadist, or does that person have sadistic tendencies, or they can be, I mean, like you, they can be multifaceted. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know? yeah. Should we just skip down to the simple three-scale test? Let's just go to the test. That's yeah. all that people want. Yeah, so there is a test, you guys, psychos, of the sadism scale. Mm-hmm. Let's see what we got here. To which I passed strongly. <laughs> yeah, almost everything. Yes, strongly agree. So is that passed or <laughs> failed? I mean, I passed. I scored high marks on the sadist test. Okay, let's be honest with ourselves, because maybe I'm, uh, maybe I'm being delusional about feeling like I'm, I have a low score. We'll Got a real Gandhi over here. Yeah, dude, <laughs> real, real Gandhi. Yeah. Okay. A real have your fourteen year old cousins in your bed to <laughs> test your piousness, dude over yeah, here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was Gandhi, by the way, you guys, <laughs> not me, for the record. Yeah, I don't know if psychos know that that Gandhi would test his uh test his reserve. Yeah, test his his, his celibate resolve. Yeah. By surrounding himself with uh it's kinda creepy, yeah. It's real creepy. It's super creepy. Yeah. Yeah. But, but you got to know. You got to know if you can survive that horrible temptation. I guess. Yeah, I know. Isn't it great where all our heroes are uh, quite flawed? Yeah, I never really was like a huge Gandhi fan. Did you like Gandhi a bunch? I was never like, nice, Gandhi's out there being Gandhi, like just being a good guy. <laughs> like, <laughs> I always, yeah, I guess I really liked him. Be you the change him? you want to see in the world was always, I was like, oh, was shit. Was that Gandhi? That was definitely Gandhi. Oh, I thought that was Jimi Hendrix. Is that not Jimi Hendrix? <laughs> no, that was not. Wasn't that it? was not Jimi Hendrix. What was Jimi Hendrix's thing? Uh... I don't I don't know if there's a specific quote okay. like attributed to Jimi Hendrix. Okay. Um he did a great he had some really great songs. He covered All Along the Watchtower by Bob Dylan. It was one of them. Um and all of his other songs. He has that song Manic Depression. You're a big fan of that song. Big so, big fan of that song. Let's um see. so God you wanted to be the change be the change you want to see in the world. Yeah. I guess he doesn't want people to have sex with young women. He doesn't, but he wants them to come real close. <laughs> he wants them to dance on the edge <laughs> to show everybody how much you don't want it. I guess. It's, <laughs> it's how much I don't want. You put it in front of me, I'm not going to take any of it. Yeah. Yeah. How sadistic. I know. Okay. What to look out for in the everyday sadist. Okay. All right. Um. So... Okay, where are these things? 
I feel like I have to read a little bit of this to explain the uh, the sort of the sort of test. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I mean, the test is pretty self-explanatory. You just like answer strongly agree to strongly disagree for each one of those yeah, questions. Yeah. Just trying to figure out the best way to simplify and cannibalize this article uh, without with it still making sense, you know? Mm-hmm. Okay, I was just kidding. But, uh, okay, here are the three scales with the four items in each rated on a one to five scale. See how much each applies to an individual you'd like to assess on this toxic quality. Yeah. All right. I'll be the individual for this test. Okay. And I'll be the one assessing how toxic. <laughs> how sadistic I am. Yeah. And then you, and then, and then we can do it both ways. Yeah. Okay. Direct verbal sadism. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's the first category. Right. John, you suck. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. Uh, number one, I was purposely mean to some people in high school. Dude, yeah, dude. I like. Um, yeah, what um, were you like in high school? Uh, I was pretty sadistic. Um, me and my friends would just like hurt each other on purpose. I like I like shot one of my friends like right in the back of the head with a BB gun, probably like 40 yards out. I'm still proud about that. It's hard to do. Holy shit. Yeah, OK, he dropped immediately. We all laughed. That's really you dropped him. I mean, yeah, it hurt. That must have hurt. <laughs> it had to have hurt. OK, so were you would you say that you were a bully in high school? Yes, only to the people close to me, though. Okay, so interesting. <laughs> All right. So it was like there was like some under underpinnings of affection in the bullying? Yeah. Because they were your friends. They were my f- close friends. And you guys would all fuck with each other. We would all fuck with each other constantly. We There was like, um, you know, when we go to sleep, I had this acne cream that would make your acne worse before it started getting better. So we all just rubbed that on each other's faces while they were sleeping. Um, of course there is like what what we didn't call it arabian goggles i think teabagging we certainly teabagged each other oh my god you did you never teabagged no your boys no your boys will never i never dropped my sack on my boy's (laughs) face i never did it but i did film it a few times did you get teabagged no i never got teabagged or teabagged yourself no i I was i never teabagged myself nor was i teabagged but i did film my friends teabagging our our friends. Okay. With lots of laughing. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I guess that's better. Um, okay, now. So, I I never got bullied until I got to high school. I moved to a new high school. Mm-hmm. And uh, then by like the second half of uh, freshman year when people found out that I would get really upset if someone messed with me. That just like put fuel on the fire. Oh, you know what I mean? Man, when you're getting bullied, that is not what. That is not do. the reaction to show that you're affected. <laughs> like I wish I could have just been like completely aloof or non-reactive, you know? But yeah. I was just like, "You're messing with me, me? That's absurd." <laughs> I'm so cool. Come on, I'm the greatest. Yeah, I'm reading Nietzsche right now. I'm, yeah, my grandmother loves me so much. <laughs> um, so. I was not mean to people in high school. They were mean to me. So, okay. so far, that's one for you, zero for me. Okay. But that's like, it's, I don't know. It's like, it sounds like you couldn't be mean to other people. There was people below, lower on the hierarchy, <laughs> yeah, yeah. the social hierarchy I could have been mean to. And you, just, But you just banded together for, for, uh, for defense, right? 
No, I was there. Was no alliance there? Oh, the losers really need to. You can't be loners. <laughs> I if wasn't you're, a loser. If you're a loser out there, form a group and make a you know. It should be there, yourself. <laughs> there should be a losers unite. Yeah. Uh, ethos. It's okay. Drama club. Yeah. Losers. I didn't do the drama club. I played uh, soccer and tennis, so I did play sports. Okay, nice. Um. So let's see. So uh. Okay, that's so the higher the score, the more sadistic. Yeah. So so far in the direct verbal sadism, I'm winning. You have you're winning. <laughs> yeah. So it's 1 to 0. Okay. Mm-hmm. Number 2, I enjoy making jokes at the expense of others. Of course. Of course. You do? So do you. Do I though? Not as much as me, for sure. For sure. But I've certainly Do I? Yeah, I mean, but you'll slide it in. It's a slide in. It's like, hey, I saw. I remember you, were, you like went to go see a show, and then like you're like, yeah, me and my friend. The whole bit afterwards was like, I don't know about you, but I just like good things. So that wasn't really my thing. But it's like, if you don't like good <laughs> things, maybe you like that kind of thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay, I. It was a movie. It was a movie. Hold on a second. It was a movie. <laughs> it was a movie. So it was a, it was a movie, a famous movie. Wait, what? It was Barbie. That's what John said about Barbie. Everyone. <laughs> no, I, you know what? How fucked up I am. I didn't even see Barbie. I guess I'm a bad person. I saw Barbie. I thought it was medium. Do oh whatever. shit! Oh shit! So, okay, I enjoy making jokes at the expense of others. There's one particular instance I can see where me and my friend have done that. Yeah, because we interpreted something as being mediocre that is getting a lot of love and we had a little bit of fucking jealousy about it. Probably. I don't know if it's getting that much love. Don't br- I don't want to talk about it. Okay. But uh, <laughs> but uh, what's an example? Can you think of an example of you enjoying making jokes at the expense of others? I mean, sorry yeah. to put you on the spot. No, it's very, I can, you know, a million ideas. Uh <laughs> Uh, I mean, my roommate, Sean, he's going on like a bike trip, uh, like a bike tour through like New Orleans, Texas and Mexico, where he's going to do biking and stand up. And I said, well, whenever I say goodbye to you, that'll be the last time we talk because you're going to die. Cause <laughs> okay. <laughs> that's Yeah, that is definitely making a joke at someone else's expense of he, their existence. He's just got to train before you do that stuff. Yeah, but he's in good shape. Yeah, but bike shape's different. Yeah, I guess you're right. Okay, so fine. So I'll take one on that one. Yeah. And you also have one on that one. One to two. So yeah. So one to two. Mm-hmm. You're you're winning more sadistic Still so far. More sadistic. Yeah. So you're <laughs> you're winning or losing depending on how you look at it. It's a cutthroat world. Yeah. Three. I have purposely tricked someone and laughed when they looked foolish. Of course, it's so fun. I've but never done that. You've never done a practical joke. I guess that's a practical joke, isn't it? It's literally a practical. <laughs> that's why I'm saying like this is like if you're a comic, I'm sorry, but you're a sadist. <laughs> like, it's like, well, there's degrees. Let's see. There's so, degrees. I purposely tricked someone and laughed when they looked foolish. I must have done that, but I can't think of it. Yeah, uh, I'm trying to think of like a non-high school one because I would do like. I would, of course, do so much of that stuff in high school, but, like, recent as an adult. I mean, working in kitchens, like, people would do that stuff all the time. I'm trying to think, did I ever do? 
anything like that. It's usually pretty bad joke. But this was, I didn't do this, but this was like a, I do think it's funny, even though it's like basically sexual harassment. But like um, one of my. I just clip that out. <laughs> I do think it's funny. Basically, it's sexual harassment. Thank you. Ben C. Han, everybody. But I want, a chef I work for, he said the last restaurant he worked at, on the first week of the, of the job, their like form of hazing is they would um, come up to you grab it was all guys and they'd grab your dick and then like shake it and then everyone would laugh and be like look he liked it he's gay and <laughs> that's totally sexual harassment and homophobia yeah it's a lot but if like if it's not happening to you it's funny it's pretty funny <laughs> <laughs> if you're gonna be honest with yourself if i'm honest with myself i wouldn't do that i want to stress I was involved with that. It was just a story I heard, which I enjoyed. Okay. Yeah. So the, it's not a trick right there. It's more of an assault, but they're <laughs> laughing when they look <laughs> foolish. So, but you think you have purposely tricked someone and laugh when they look foolish in your, in your days? And in, in high school, there was a guy that spray painted my car. Holy shit. Yeah. We were best friends and I didn't want to hang out with him more. He, he was getting kind of weird. Yeah. So he was upset that we weren't friends anymore. So he spray painted my car. Um, and then... Uh, my friend Matt Fox, uh, he pooped in a bag, and then we put a little bit of poop under his door handle of his car. So when he opened his car, he touched Matt Fox's poop. Oh dear! And we thought that was really good. Okay. So <laughs> do you want a point on that one, or or because it was high school and you haven't done it since? <laughs> do you want a point on that one? Do you think you get a point? I think I get a point. I think that I think that lasts a, a long enough okay. time. Oh, one thing I just remembered, because I'm feeling it, yeah. is, uh, and then we'll get right back to this, is okay. that this is another reason I need to exercise, is because on my way here, when I was getting off the subway, I helped a lady carry her cart down the steps. How chivalrous. Yes. Yeah. And, uh, uh, and tweaked my back a little bit <laughs> from doing it. Like, I've been feeling a little tweak in the lower back. It just goes to show you don't help a single soul. In yeah, New York exactly. Your no own. good deed yeah. goes unpunished. But anyway, okay, so I don't think I purposely tricked someone and laughed when they look foolish. You've never done a practical joke. I, I honestly, I'm not trying to just frame myself as looking good here. Yeah. I cannot think of it, so I'm not going to give myself a point for that one. That's crazy to me. That's, yeah. That's crazy that you've never done that. Not even on, like, April Fool's. Try to think if I did something to my younger brother or something like that, but I can't even think of it. I can't take one. I can't take a point there. That's crazy. Too pure. Too pure. Okay, so that's uh, three to one. Mm. <laughs> 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 okay, uh, four. Perhaps I shouldn't have, but I never got tired of mocking certain classmates. Yeah. A lot of this stuff does have to do with high school. Their I know. And when people in high school, their brains aren't even fully formed yet. They don't have like the empathy receptors. You yeah, know what I mean? You're just purely who you are emotionally. <laughs> just totally self-serving, <laughs> super self-absorbed. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, middle school and high school, people are just sadistic. So perhaps I shouldn't have, but I never got tired of mocking certain classmates. I mean, I still make fun of my roommate, Sean, now in my 30s. Yeah, and you don't you don't get tired of that. No, it started to bother him, so I I got tired of it because it was like it wasn't fun anymore when it felt like feelings were hurt. Yeah, so at least you have that. I I do have empathy, but I do enjoy other people's suffering. Okay. When I feel like it's lighthearted, I, I that, that's the problem I run into is a lot of people don't agree with me on how lighthearted it is. 
they find it more serious. They find it to be who they are as a person that I'm mocking. But um, yeah, their core belief system and their <laughs> their essence of who they are. And you're like, oh, it's just silly stuff. It's just light fair. Light fair. <laughs> okay, so you're gonna get a point there. Yes. So that's so so far in the direct verbal sadism, you've gotten four for four. Yeah. Perfect. I have one. I have one point. One. That's failing. Yeah. Yeah. You know what's funny? I feel like we're both like psyched about our scores. Like mine, I'm psyched about mine staying low, and you're psyched about yours going high. Yeah, because I don't, I don't put much validity in this, this test. Well, uh, of course you don't. Yeah. <laughs> okay, vicarious sadism. I love to watch YouTube videos videos of people fighting. Of course. (laughs) Street fights. Do not be professional about it. One person needs to be way better than the other one, and it's just a drop. Do you watch those? Yeah. I'm not recently, but I I have often, and I enjoy most of them. But again, it's like if someone gets seriously hurt, my joy immediately plummets. Yeah. But if it's like one guy just getting dropped real quick, but he'll be fine. So should oh. we, because it says, I love to watch YouTube videos of people fighting. I would say love. You would? I would use that emotion for okay. how I feel. I used to visit World Star on a fairly regular basis. Okay. Mostly for that. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So I like to watch YouTube videos about why corporations have failed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you enjoy, that is where your sadism. If Coke went down, you'd be so happy. <laughs> I would, I would. But you did not have that same feeling when your precious kombucha uh, makers <laughs> ended up to be evil. Well, you, I mean, I was upset about it. I'll, I And I had sadistic joy. Had <laughs> you been yeah. upset about So, psychos, here's the deal. So, <laughs> as we all know, I'm a little booch boy. Yeah. I'm a little kombucha man. And anything with a lotus flower, I do not believe in. <laughs> I think it's evil. Yeah, Ben rejects the uh, corporate co-opting of the lotus flower, and rightly so. Yeah, and I reject most lotus flower imagery, honestly, if anyone's taking it seriously. Okay, the lotus flower is pretty cool. It's the fir- it's the only thing that <laughs> gives birth and dies at the it's, same time. It's like a phoenix of the plant world. I don't know why <laughs> you'd be so mean about it. Yeah, you just made it sound <laughs> even cooler. So anyway, GT's kombucha, a, an expose came out that the owner treats all of their employees like garbage. And it's like a hostile workplace environment, yeah, which he, is like, so funny because it's supposed to be this like wellness beverage and that whole culture. And it just shows that, you know, it's a big scam. Yeah. One, uh, one of the like the craziest things, like as a as for like corporal punishment or like I guess cor- does that mean like the government? I don't know. But as a form of like punishment for your workers, which is insane to have punishment for your employees. There was like a hot room and a cold room. And then like you'd have to like go back and forth, which I mean, I guess like rich koreans do that for leisure but if like <laughs> yeah but forcing someone into it is punishment <laughs> yeah yeah that's corporeal punishment mm-hmm. but yeah that, that's a common korean bathhouse spa treatment you jump into a hot pool and then a cold pool like rapidly that's cool i bet that's good for you yeah well it's invigorating for sure okay so i love to watch youtube videos of people fighting that's another point for you yes so that's five for you I just like sports, and I don't know why. That's the some of these are yeah. Some of these are just like people that like sports. Yeah, do you, you know? like boxing? Yeah, sadist. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, so you have five. I have one. Mm-hmm. Uh, next one: 
in video games, I like the realistic blood spurts. Yeah, I love anime. I love video games. This is like this person's racist against Asians. I can't enjoy. <laughs> I can't enjoy anime. Is that what you're telling me? I yeah. can't pop on a good Tarantino film. I can't like Kill Bill. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I like Kill Bill. I'll take a point on that one. Yeah, take a point. Okay. Take a point. I like realistic blood spurts. And in just video games? All right. Yeah. All right. In video games, yeah. Um, even though I haven't played video games in a long time, but I did growing up like Mortal Kombat. It was the sickest one. Yeah. Okay, number three. And this one seems like bullshit to make you a sadist. I enjoy watching cage fighting or MMA where there is no escape. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I mean, that can be like, that can be a way to watch that fighting as a way to like fulfill that darker urge without actually going and hurting somebody on the street or something like that. And it's also cool just knowing who's the best at fighting. What's wrong with knowing that? Yeah. <laughs> it's like... But that being said, I actually if I'm going to be honest with myself, I, I could sound cool and say I really like MMA, but I'm really not that into it. I mean, I'll watch a fight every now and then, but very casually. That's like the one I'm the least. That's, that would be a, a lightly agree for me. You know what? I'm going to let you skip and not get a point on that one. Damn. That's good. I mean, sometimes I will say I will watch um, the Muhammad Ali fights where he's still like young and spry and dances around. I'll like rewatch those all the time with full joy. That's cool. But again, that's just like enjoying like peak, like a peak athlete. I don't understand. This person just fucking hates someone coming, rising to the top. Sounds like to me. I don't know, man. This so person got bullied in high school and wrote a whole article <laughs> about it. <laughs> okay, so how many points do you have now if you skip that one? Still five. Okay, five. I have two. Okay. Um, Next one. I sometimes replay my favorite scenes from gory slasher films. No, I don't I don't have that. I don't do that either. Yeah. Um so cool. So 5 to 2. Now the next category, direct physical sadism. Yeah, I don't like really hurting people, so it's like, you know. Yeah, we physically. could probably skip through this one. I feel like this one is This is the one where it's like, okay, you're a real sadist now. <laughs> like, yeah, if you're if you're scoring high in this section. Yeah. Um one I enjoy physically hurting people. <laughs> okay, your maniacal laugh at that immediately uh, is just, not great. No, it's just like I don't know. It's, it's just so on the nose. It's so on the nose. It's like going. It's like you know, someone's like, "Do you like killing people, murderer?" <laughs> like, you might honestly. be a murderer if you've killed people. <laughs> so I'm gonna say no for that. I don't enjoy physically hurting people. No, I don't enjoy physically. I do like slapping people, but I need to know that they're not hurt. Wait, but do you slap them uh, if they're if they are have given consent to be slapped? Only consensual slapping. I'm just making sure. Yeah, I mean you're already at five points. On I'm a five point sadistic. Yeah, you're yeah. a five point sadistic, which will, which we will see where that <laughs> what that <laughs> translates into after we're done with this section. Um, okay, next one. I enjoy tormenting people. Just physically or just in general? This just says I enjoy tormenting people. Mm. I guess tormenting is open to interpretation. Yeah. Um, tormenting, that's a great word. Yeah. I got to say, if we're talking about psychological torment, sometimes a light, I'll, I'll lightly psychologically torment someone. Yeah, like what What do you mean? Um, let's see, what's a... 
Uh, sometimes I'll do like uh, if me and someone break up, I'll just like post stories with like symbolic things in the picture. Symbolic things? Yeah, or like you know, like uh, like uh, you play mind games. A little I'll, bit? I'll play some Instagram story mind games. Okay, but that's pretty normal, I think. Like, uh, I th- okay, this one's an easy one. Like, so like me and someone broke up. And then I was like seeing a new person, so I would just like take pictures of, of inside their apartment and post my story, knowing that the other per- with the intention of the other person seeing it. Yeah, and seeing like how nicely decorated this apartment is. It's clearly like you know. And you enjoyed that? I was in a lot of pain, but I did yeah. it. Yeah. We're gonna give you a point on that one. Okay, <laughs> that's a point. <laughs> or you're gonna give me a point for that? I mean, do you do you want do you want a point on that one? Do you think you deserve a point on that one? Yeah, probably. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I do appreciate you uh, opening up and showing, um, bearing your soul throughout this uh, this experiment or th- throughout this list. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm an open book. That's cool. An open, imperfect book, <laughs> like <laughs> all, like part of the human condition. But uh, a very readable book, you know, because of all the sadism. That's juicy. <laughs> very readable. Yeah, not pretentious. <laughs> okay, so you got six. I do not enjoy tormenting people. Okay. Um. Oh, this one's interesting. Mm-hmm. I have the right to push certain people around. The right. No. The right. No, no, I don't I don't really feel that way. No. Yeah. I did that like my first head chef job, there was one guy that was like slacking and I just like didn't like him. So I would I would there was one week where I would make him sweep already clean floors, but I felt really bad about that like immediately. You didn't feel like you had the right to do it. Did you? Um yeah, it's hard it's it's close. I mean, I did it. So yeah, I certainly yeah. must have felt like I had the right to do it. Yeah, but I did feel so bad about it. So I guess I didn't enjoy it. We're gonna we're gonna give you a pass on that one. Yeah, I tried it out. I tried out feeling like I had the right to torment people. Yeah, I don't feel like I have the I don't feel like I have the right to push people around. But at times in my life, and it's still something that I have to keep at bay is entitlement issues. Yeah. So I think that that is kind of tangential to this where like maybe because entitlement issues, I've at times been manipulative to people. Right. In like subtle ways. And I felt like I've had the right to do that. But I don't know if that's the right to push certain people around. Should I give myself a point for that? I don't think so. No. Okay. Yeah. Ooh. Last one. I have dominated others using fear. <laughs> Holy shit! No, I've never done. I wish I could. I don't. <laughs> I don't. I, don't th- I love that you wish you could. <laughs> I don't think. I wish I could harness fear in order to <laughs> manipulate others. Just knowing, and dominate them. Just I. I don't. I wouldn't do it, but I do wish I had the knowledge that I did strike fear in some people's hearts. If I could strike, if. I wish I was in a position where I could strike fear, I guess is what I'm saying. <laughs> I, don't, I wouldn't strike fear, but I want the power to be able to strike fear. You want to have the status of being able to enact fear in others. Yeah, it, you got you to gotta be doing so well to enact fear. Yeah. Fear, it's really hard to make someone scared of something. Yeah, I don't think I, uh, I, don't think I invoke fear in others <laughs> yeah. as much as I don't want to. I mean, yeah, I don't want to, but it's, you know, but it's, yeah, but if you're invoking fear in others, mm. you've achieved something. Yes, you have. Yes, you have. Or you're doing really unwell and you're just scaring people on the street. 
Yeah, I'm not talking about physical fear. I'm talking about all psychological. That's where I invoke my joy because I weigh 148 pounds, so I must <laughs> manipulate. Yeah, through. it does say dominated others using fear, not just scaring people by being like a crazy person on the street. Yeah. Okay, so how many did you end up with? Six? Six. And I got two? Yeah. Okay. The average score from the cross nation cross national sample they did this did they do this in germany is a german i think this was german this yeah this is german so you know they're lying so no yeah 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 uh so what i'm a little bit confused about is this if you get the score from each section or is it total i think it's total okay total huh yeah okay so you got a 6 right got a 6 the average score in Germany. Yeah. Uh, was was two. One of the most sadistic nations to ever exist. <laughs> Average score two. But they've apologized. They've slightly apologized. Kept all the businesses started by. <laughs> yeah, but they did put the Holocaust Museum right in the middle of uh, Berlin. Yeah, still reaping the benefits of a lot of that intellectual property they created then. That is true. Um, I, uh, dude, I went to that Holocaust museum. Holy shit. It was fucking sad. I could only, I was, I could only stay in there for like 15 minutes. I was like, I got to get out of here. It was really sad. Holocaust museums are sad. Yeah. No, I'm just saying. Yeah. I've never yeah. been to a Holocaust museum. Like, whew, invigorated. What are we doing next? No, I'm just saying I was, I made me start crying when I left. Oh, I didn't cry. Well, also the only time I went to a Holocaust museum was with my dad. And clearly he's been hanging out with some weird folks because he was saying some weird shit the whole time. I, I think he has like a, he's got definitely um, like my dad's got like that. If I was in the army, I would have been fucking crushing it because he talks about how like he should have joined the army because he likes discipline and stuff. And it's like, no, you shouldn't have, man. And then he has like clearly a hero complex, too, because the whole time through the Holocaust Museum, he was just like. I mean, why didn't the Jews just fight, just band together and fight the Nazis? I'm like, you wouldn't have fought. What are you talking? You've never fought in your life, bro. That was crazy. So he was victim blaming. <laughs> he was victim blaming Jewish people for the Holocaust. It's their fault for not fighting enough. Well, he would definitely get a point in that uh, in this article. Yeah. Which one is that? They didn't have a victim blaming question. Well, that was what it said earlier in the article. It was yeah. about a sadist victim blame. Yeah, but that is a little victim blaming of the Jews. That's insane. I know. <laughs> oh, I know. Okay, I know. let's see what we got here. The average score of the sample was was a two. Yeah. And then it says disagree. So that means disagreeing with being a sadist. Mm -hmm. With most people in the range of one, strongly disagree, to three, neither agree nor disagree. Therefore, if you were scoring someone you know who you think would reach a four on average... This could be a sign that you're better off without them. <laughs> ben, what'd you get again? A six? A All right. Six. It's not only what they say and do, but also perhaps some of the video games, movies, or shows that could provide a tip off. So this is why I think this this is like this is like such bullshit the way they framed it. Because I would say that like most people know me, think I'm like a nice person. Everyone that's like worked with me says I'm like the nicest chef. But I guess like chef is a low bar, but like the nicest chef that they've worked for. So it's like But didn't you say you were nice for the first couple weeks and then you got moody and freaked everybody out. Oh, where I work now. Yeah, but the moodiness was like I just wasn't as like buoyant and like fun. I was just like a little bit quieter. Okay. Yeah. But still nice. But still nice. Yeah, just quiet. Okay. And then it says um um 
Okay, so then there's some more shit it says, but uh, keeping your distance from everyday from the everyday sadist. Mm-hmm. How do you stay away from me, folks? <laughs> it's so funny because I think you're nice. Yeah, but it's all like I mean, if you liked gory video games and enjoy jokes, you're already at a two. So it's like, yeah. Keeping your distance from the everyday sadist. Although cruel behavior may be common enough, you'd probably rather not be at the receiving end. You now have clues both from the the CAST, which is like the, the test itself, as well as what you can observe in a person's words and actions about this personality trait. Do they brag about having pushed a weak person around? No. I don't brag about pushing the weak around. I would brag about pushing a strong person around. It's an accomplishment. <laughs> Do they laugh at seemingly tragic circumstances? Yes. Bit. Yes. <laughs> if someone drops a cup of hot coffee, do they rush to help or snicker to themselves? I would help, but also mock them. So both? Well, I'm not snickering to myself. I'm snickering to them to join in on the tragedy. Yeah. Let's see here. Let's just skip ahead. Whatever endearing qualities they might possess, such as a sense of humor, <laughs> uh-oh, or a certain dangerous attractiveness, may not make up for this harsh attitude towards the suffering of others. To sum up, keeping your distance from the everyday sadist may require that you disengage from what you thought was an otherwise good relationship. Protecting yourself can facilitate not only your safety, but your ability to live a safe and fulfilling life. So I decided to bring in a six as my podcast co-host. I got to say, Germans, classically the most humorless people in the world, (laughs) would certainly have a psychological test, which puts humor as a negative trait. (laughs) So, No, it says it says. Whether whatever endearing qualities they may possess, such as sense of humor. Yeah, but they're trying to reframe it as like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so I feel like you take your six as like a source of pride. I do. And I take my two as a source of pride. That's right. And uh, we made it through this test. And I am part German. You are? Yeah. And I don't look it, but my grandpa was like mostly German. Really? Yeah. Yeah, I guess I've never found out on your... uh, The white... You don't care about the white side. Yeah. It's just white to me. (laughs) Just good old white. That's just white. Wait, so what is your ethnicity on your... Uh, mother's side uh it's um grandpa was german and then my grandma was adopted so we don't really so know. know i think probably some sort of eastern european thing or just classic like southern mixed white um yeah but i do have very jewish tendencies so who knows oh so there might be some uh underlying jewishness i might be part of the chosen yeah, I mean, I feel like you want to be. <laughs> no, I love that I'm part of the chosen people. Yeah, I uh, yeah, because I have Irish Italian on my father's side, mm-hmm. and uh, Jewish Lithuanian Romanian on my mother's side, and so Catholic on my father's side. Remember when we were talking to that Jewish girl outside of like bonus room, and when she found out I wasn't Jewish, she stopped talking to me. And when she found out you were Jewish, she put her arm around you. <laughs> oh, yeah. A clear Zionist. <laughs> Clearly. <laughs> a uh, almost racist. No. Not racist. Pretty but blatantly racist, yeah, I would yeah, say. Yeah. That was crazy. Because I guess 
you read more Jewish physically I than I read, read more, read more Jewish, Jewish than, than me. Yeah. Yeah. Plus, my last name is O'Donnell. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. And it's, yeah. So I read more Irish. Yeah, you do. Um, But yeah. So I don't get any of that sweet Jewish pride because it's all in DL. Yeah. My mother's maiden name is Leibowitz, though. Pretty Jewish. Do uh, the Hasidic dudes ever ask you if you're Jewish, like in around fall, for whatever holiday that is? No, but this is kind of funny. One time when I was in college, there was this girl who lived in like the it was like a it was like a house broken into apartments and she lived in the one next to me. And we would hook up, but she was really mean to me. Um, Okay, (laughs) how was she mean to you, John? Well, it was it was she would like, Okay, this is kind of a lot, but she would. uh so she would be cool with me making her feel good, but then she was a very selfish lover in reciprocating. She was a selfish lover. Yeah. Does that just was that does that mean that the cunnilingus slash fellatio ratio was skewed more in the, the lingus area? I would say extremely so. Extremely lingus. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was the the lingus was quite <laughs> overly lingus, pretty loud on the latio. Yeah. It was I wanted to say the lingus was quite cunning and the latio was quite lacking. Um mm-hmm. No, but basically it would be a completely one-sided situation. Damn. And just in general, right? Um, so, would you finish? No. Damn. Yeah, she took was, the power back. She broke that glass ceiling. She's like, I'm the only one, baby. She was mean to me. But <laughs> she was the, I like how you that's that's being mean. But to I got John. but this is this is what's if you don't great. blow John, you're being mean to no, him. No, <laughs> dude. I didn't want to get into a graphic, but I'll just say like I okay. would only be able to get her off and she would then do nothing for me. That was like the deal. Right. And but she made was that, that very clear. So that was spoken. Like you yeah. had, that was the agreed upon deal. Where then you you signed the agreement. I'm not I was I mean, I was I'm not saying that I'm proud of myself for it how old were you i was like uh probably 20 okay that's easy to sign that agreement then you don't you don't know what really you're getting into and you think you're gonna slide a little bit in the back door yeah i figured it was gonna end up working out in my favor and plus it was still kind of hot you know i thought she was hot it's nice to be used sometimes yeah but anyway this is this is how I got back at her. <laughs> oh, oh, you were vengeful. No, it just worked out in my favor. The universe. Okay, so also at the time, she was really getting into Judaism. Okay, right. Like okay. she was learning how to speak Hebrew. She was going to temple a lot. She was studying the Torah, reconnecting to her roots. Yes. Here's the deal, though. Mm-hmm. She was half Jewish. Father's. On her father's side. Yeah, really, right? real easy to poke holes into her, her okay. Judaism that way. So her mother is not Jewish. Me, my mother's Jewish, my father's not. So I'm considered part of the tribe. Yes, you um, are. Because I am. Now, the, the Hasids came around with the lulav tree and the lemon asking if anybody was Jewish to get the, the blessing. Lemon. <laughs> the lemon. It is a lemon. I know. It's just like such a funny. I know. It's ridiculous. <laughs> So for Sukkot for that holiday. Sukkot. Oh, is that where you like eat dinner in a little tent? Yeah, and like, uh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> it is. <laughs> it's like supposed to uh, replicate. I think it's supposed to like uh, replicate like the kibbutz. That that's very funny that you chose to get your revenge for. Let me no tell the story. during Sukkot. <laughs> I mean, I didn't choose to. The revenge. The universe provided the revenge. I got you. This this is what happened. The Lord provides to the chosen. Yeah. 
the chosen <laughs> that are not getting that are they're dealing with a selfish <laughs> lover. So so the so the the Hasids show up and they ask if anybody's Jewish mm-hmm. and we both say we're Jewish and then and then they say, Oh, so your mother's Jewish and then she's like, No, my father's Jewish. They refused to give her the blessing and they gave me the blessing and zero, she was pissed off. Zero blessings for you, Goy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Zero blessings for you, Goyam. Um, and I got the blessing and that made me that was like my payback. Yeah, it's good payback. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then what's kind of funny is years later I was in Michigan. I bumped into her and her boyfriend at a coffee shop. Like I'm talking like ten years later, maybe more. Okay. And uh she was working at Google now. Oh. And And this is somehow you winning in this situation? Well it was just funny because she was like the boyfriend was like, she was like, oh, how you guys know each other? And I was like, oh, we used to be, we used to live in the same building. Mm-hmm. But in my mind, I was like, she used to make me get her off and then she never touched me. And then. Are you experiencing that? Blink if you need help, sir. Blink if you need help. And then the Jews came around and gave me the blessing and not her. That's how we know each other. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and he exchanged that all in a glance to him. Yeah. It just, it was just, that was my fun little. He understood it all. I knew it. Um, what are we at time wise? I mean, we filled our contractual obligation of an hour. We're at an hour six. Nice. I feel like that was really fun going through the uh, the uh, sadist article. It was good. Yeah. You know, you had a little bit of sadistic joy in me getting such a high score. <laughs> You're, you know what? Maybe I did. So that gives me a three, I guess. You're at a three. You're higher than a German level of sadism. And you're still at a six. So I'm, we shouldn't. I shouldn't even be friends with you. I could be their leader. <laughs> I could be the German leader if I wanted to. Holy shit. I've got some new ideas. Um, you know what? They're based I on think... old ones. <laughs> <laughs> I have some new ideas with their origins coming old ones that are real bad. <laughs> They're super bad. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so I say we wrap it up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, okay. So Psychos. We're simplifying the plugs. If you could help us out. If you enjoyed the episode, you can make a one-time donation at support typp.com if you become a monthly supporter you get exclusive access to my new stand-up special live at cobra club um and we're gonna keep adding more stuff to that what uh where, where can people find you ben uh check out my instagram cornbread ben i've got a show every other thursday at nook come check that out it's yeah good. And if you want to find out all about my stuff, just go to jfodlovesyou.com. I'm going to sign off. Is that cool? Yeah, sign off. This has been another episode of Take Your Pills, Psychopath, the comedy podcast that exploits mental illness in exchange for fame and fortune. Trademark. I've been John F. O'Donnell here with... Ben Sehan. Thank you so much. Goodbye, everybody. Bye.